The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily stay to reflect those of this station or its management. Bringing you controversy at its best with uncensored music, comedy, and political discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 1st of August, 2020. And it looks like I need to adjust the volume here. All right, sorry about that. That's a little bit better. I'm your host, Bad Billy. And uh, once again, got a great show coming up for you. Uh, Quick announcement uh, coming up in uh, three weeks. The I'll have another Outlaw Radio special coming up. It'll be called Reckoning 2. You know, it's uh, just recently I had a couple of shows, nothing but music. Of course, that was the uh, Highway 30 uh, Music Fest uh, post show that I did. and Nothing but music. And every once in a while, too, I'm going to have music. Shows that are uh, nothing but uh, politics and serious situations, and that's what uh, Reckoning 2 in three weeks is going to be uh, focusing more on the uh, situation in South Africa. No confirmed guests yet, but, uh, you, you know, I mean, we got, we got a little bit of time before uh, we get to that show. Anyway, coming up in just a little bit, I, will, I had a pre-recorded interview with Rob Cloris, of a brand new band called Split Second Meltdown. Yes, and we had a, we had a good conversation. And then uh, in the second half of the show, I will be joined by Michael Velarde, who's running for Congress in Florida, and we're gonna he's gonna have some interesting things to talk about too. And later on in the last hour of the show, I should be joined by the master Chris Master. But before I get to all that, I want to cue. The latest single that was released by Split Second Meltdown, this is called Flesh and Blood. And I'll be back with the interview with Rob right after this. And we go a little something like this. Hit it. And now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out. It's Outlaw Radio.
thrill seeker rocking out to the station i hear you you're probably even sipping on a drink right now an average blah blah drink in a can or bottle one that doesn't quite hit the spot for you i'll bet you want something different don't you something more take your shot with cold cock whiskey the best whiskey anywhere why because it's different from other liquors cold cock whiskey is herbal whiskey 100 all natural herbs blended with aged american whiskey no more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. 
porn couldn't be that bad for you, or there wouldn't be so many nuns in it. Ooh, is that Mr. Holland? Yes, ma'am. Please don't touch. Your voice is the strongest weapon. What you believe is the source. The power to speak out has the power to reach out. Freedom of speech gives you the right to express yourself. Without freedom of speech, there is little freedom at all. It is your right to stand up for what you believe in and to take action. Through speech, media, or social groups, you can make a difference. How will you make an impact with freedom of speech? This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation and the Broadcast Education Association. First, there was Cranked Up Live. This is Cranked Up Live. Then, Cranked Up Went Country. Today's best and tomorrow's greats. Cranked Up Country. Now, Cranked Up Live is back. This is a sizzling hot podcast. Cranked Up Live. Curtis McKinney and Brad Hennington will keep you listening, keep you laughing, and keep you coming back for more. Convicted felons will no longer be called convicted felons. Do you know what they want to call them, Curtis? <laughs> no. Justice-involved individuals is what they renamed them. Listen and download the podcasts at crankeduplive.com. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash crankeduplive. Cranked Up Live. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. I'm Nick, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard Flesh and Blood by Split Second Meltdown, and it is my pleasure to welcome their lead vocalist. I want to welcome Rob Cloris to the show. Rob, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Great, great to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great to have you on the show. So, um, Rob, for those who were not familiar with you, not familiar with uh, Split Second Meltdown, uh, why don't you uh, give a little background, tell listeners a little bit about yourself and about the band? All right. Well, uh, I, uh, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I have, I had a, have a career as a, as a, as a keyboard player. Uh, and I've played with a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of big acts. I did a stint with, um, the black crows. I did a stint with, uh, John Popper's solo record and just a, uh, a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of people. Uh, um, uh, Colin Hay, Minute Work, uh, you know, well, I, as a, as a, as a, as a keyboard player, I, I get called to do a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of, a lot of different, you know, styles of music and stuff. But, um, uh, just, um, stepping out from behind the keyboards and, uh, uh, I put on a guitar and I wrote this, uh, EP and, uh, it's, 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 it's rock and a bit on the heavy side. Uh, that's always that's always music, hard heavy rock. Uh, always appealed to me, and I don't get to do it much as a keyboard player. So uh, it's uh, it's exciting. It's exciting for me. You know, you talk about different styles of music too. And as I'm listening to Flesh and Blood, there, I mean, which we're going to have to get into what that song's written about, obviously. 
But uh, the, the style I get, I mean, the very beginning, I kind of get this feel of some Southern rock. But when, once the vocals start, I get a mix of uh, like early 90s uh, Seattle grunge a little bit, you know. It's, so I kind of hear that mixture in there and it sounds really, really good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm heavily influenced by, by both those things. You know, I, uh, uh, I was really into the, I'm really into the grunge sound, you know, of the nineties and certainly, uh, su Southern rock. Uh, I, I, I like that as well. I think that the, I think that, um, uh, I think just the like like the heaviness of the of the of the grunge and and other bands that I that I that I like kind of prevailed in this in this group of uh, in this group of songs. I just kind of wanted to try to keep it on the heavy side uh, uh, as much as I could. Yes, yes, and of course, obviously, since uh, you know this whole mess with the whole COVID nineteen has started, you know, I mean, obviously, I I can. I don't think I need to ask if you've done uh, any any shows uh, here recently, but uh, maybe uh, about a month ago. I'm I'm not sure, um, but what the feeling I'm getting from this uh, song? I listen to the lyrics, and it sounds like uh, a lot of it relates to COVID nineteen, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's exactly exactly right. Uh, I. Uh, 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 with, with that, with that song in particular, I, I started out uh, writing like the riff, uh, was, uh, and, um, I, 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 um, I, I was really, I mean, we're all, uh, uh, really, really affected by this, uh, you know, this pandemic and, uh, it was just, uh, you know, kind of consumed, uh, consumed me, uh, and I, I just decided to write about it. I, I imagine lots of people are writing about it, but uh, this is my this is my version uh, of the uh, you know of just speaking about the, the pandemic. And um, um, I have a, a video that goes along with it. It's a it's a lyric video, but it's a lot of footage of uh, New York City, the empty streets, and uh, that's where I'm that's where I am now. Uh, I'm, that's where I'm from. Uh, New Jersey, New York City, and uh, yeah, yeah, just this, uh, just speaking about the, uh, you know, the anxiety and the, and uh, the uncertainty uh, of this uh, experience that we're all going through around the world. You know, it's pretty, uh, uh, it's pretty creepy. Yes, yes, I mean, uh, too, I mean, you don't even have to get politics involved; just remain apolitical, and you can still still send out some kind of message that's uh, not really really favoring either side, too. Yeah, it's a human it's a human thing, and that's really I mean I I I, I had other songs that were you know Rage Against the Machine uh, uh, influenced, and you know I I, I don't really but want to want to talk about that uh, i mean what, what, one of my songs touch, touches on that but it's it's from a human uh is exactly point of view. Uh, yeah i i mean we're 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 human beings and we all you know we all we're all experiencing this and um it's pretty remarkable uh actually i mean it's uh you know i mean 
and we'll get through it, uh, of course. But uh, it's just a crazy experience that, yeah. that 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 everybody can can relate to. So I mean, there's no reason to be negative or political or this and that. I mean, you know, they're playing. Yeah. People wasting time. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, but, 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 you know, talk, talking about that. I mean, frankly, it's a waste of time. I think. Uh, exactly. So. Exactly. Just re- just remain apolitical on the situation and and write the song from more of a human being's point of view and, instead of a de- that of a Democrat or that of a Republican or whatever they might be. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, man, we're all just we're all here. We're all trying to survive, and you know, we really should help each other out. You know, so yes. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, that's that's not exactly my the message of the song describing the you know the state of things but uh as far as you know um i i i i totally agree uh, yeah um, yeah that's um that's that's what we should do just yeah. get 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 through this together yeah exactly exactly so um and uh, you say um you've just started this band so you're just you're you're just get getting uh, things going here. Uh, when when did the band form exactly? Well, um, I I, uh, I I wrote a few of the songs with with uh, with one group of uh, of musicians uh, mm-hmm. in New Jersey. Some uh, some uh, uh, some rockers from New Jersey. Uh, uh, John DeSerio from Black Label Society. Bob Pantella from. Um, Monster Magnet. Um, that that that's one group of songs, and I had some other friends in Los Angeles that um, I I recorded uh, some other songs with, and I'm fortunate enough to know a lot of great musicians and a whole bunch of musicians that uh, that 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 aren't on the, aren't on these tracks as well. So my point is that there is no actually the actual set band uh, at the moment, but no. I hope when. I hope when I can start doing doing playing shows, I'm, I'm definitely going to book uh, start booking in New York City, you know, which will probably be the last place to go in, in the country. But uh, um, I don't know, maybe maybe not. I mean, you know, nobody knows, right? I mean, you know, even um, you know, even before the pandemic, though. I mean, I've had I've had uh, one one group of guys on, or actually, uh, I had two members of the band in two different shows. And they talked about how uh, each one of them lives in a different part of the country, and so they're basically passing around the uh, the computer files and mixing in the drum solo, mixing in the guitar solo, mixing in the lyrics. You know, so it's, it sounds like you're piecing things yeah. together in in a sense like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of. I mean, I was fortunate enough to 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 you know to we were all uh, we all recorded in the same room. Um, oh, is, oh, really? Which yeah. is w- w- which was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, because this happened uh, actually the the last two songs uh, were recorded in uh, in January, so that was that was that was before uh, you know this whole thing. But um, um, but yeah, I know I know I know people that are that are doing that as well, and um, I mean that, that's pretty cool. To, to be able to do that, uh, you know. I mean, if you have to, uh, oh, there's nothing like being in the same room. Though. That's that's some that's some great energy, ideas, you know, flo- floating around. I mean, that's just really for me. It's it's a great way to um, write and record music. Yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. So, um, 
you've even said it yourself that uh you know you you've got quite an impressive resume of uh of people that you've worked with um um overall uh let's a way to put this though it uh out of everybody you've worked with, uh, who do you think you've had the best experience with? The best experience with? Um, yes. I would have to say, um, I did a little uh, blues, bluesy tour uh, uh, 2013 and 14 with Tom Jones. Yes. Who is, 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 is a legend and he is a badass singer as we know and uh and it was a it was a blues blues tour uh we kind of uh we came up with a new record and um you know rootsy rootsy blues most of the band was from nashville and um we took a couple of his um uh hits uh and just turned them into cajun cajun-y uh uh styled uh, um uh songs and he he was you know the uh, I mean that guy got famous in 1966 you know and uh, he he knows everybody and he he was such a cool man and uh, he had the best stories I mean he really had the best stories you know uh, oh so, boy so uh, that 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 was definitely uh, uh, that that was a highlight of of my playing experience to work with a gentleman. Uh, a legend like that and uh, who was cool enough to hang out and have a drink and tell us stories about like, you know, <laughs> Elvis and like, and Queen Elizabeth, you, you know, <laughs> you it, know was, it, was, it was, it was fantastic. There, <laughs> but there is something I remember from about maybe 20 years ago, maybe a little bit more too, is uh, there was an interview with Tom Jones uh, on TV. And I remember, <laughs> I got to ask, did he ever mention this to you? But I, I got to ask now that I remember it, but you, um, there was, uh, I guess some women, uh, fl- uh, throwing either their panties or their bras at him while he was singing. Oh yeah. 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 That, 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 that actually happened, uh, <laughs> when I was playing with him. I mean, the, you know, the, the, the undergarments were quite large uh but that's you know i mean that's just kind of added to the uh you know the uh you know just you know uh the, the, you know the levity and it was it, it was quite uh, it was quite funny <laughs> <laughs> so it's still happening to this day yeah i guess it is i mean i mean, I, I haven't seen him in you know and i haven't seen him in a few years but i i imagine it is <laughs> You know, this guy, he's just, he's a ladies man. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, I, I, I don't know. He must be pushing 80 years old now, but I'm yeah. sure he, I'm sure he, uh, you know, he loves the ladies. Yeah, <laughs> between him and Wayne Newton. Yeah. 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 yeah right. Yeah. I mean, I, I lived in Vegas for uh, five years myself, you know, and, uh, and Tom Jones is still on. Oh, it wasn't every day when you'd see it, but, uh, you know, I'd still see his face pop up on billboards him, along with him and, uh, and Wayne Newton, you know, and who are still significant acts yeah. to this day in Vegas, even, even at, at even in, in their golden years. That's it, incredible. Right. I mean, these guys are just, these guys won't, uh, you know, like they won't stop, you know, 
Yes. Same, you know, same with, uh, you know, you know, uh, Rolling Stones as well, right? I mean, these guys just keep on going. So it's incredible. Yeah. It's, a, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty inspiring. I gotta say, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, uh, incredibly inspiring. Oh no, but I, I will say looking at Keith Richards though, I'm, you might think that the zombie apocalypse might be real. <laughs> no disrespect. I actually, I like, I like Keith Richards a lot, yeah. actually. So, well, sure, but I mean, you know, Keith, Keith Richard looked like how like thirty five years ago. You know, I mean, he looked <laughs> he, he looked bad, like you know, and uh, yeah, and uh, he's still kicking, man. He's just got the, he's got he's got something, you know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you know this guy's got some mojo or blood transfusions or, or whatever. Right? I don't know. Yeah. If you can look like you're deteriorating and yet you're still going forward, <laughs> I know, right? It's uh, it's quite uh, it's 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 quite inspiring. Actually, um, I think uh, one of my favorite quotes about uh, Keith Richards came from Andrew Dice Clay. He said, "Keith Richards is in his grave. The fucking guy ain't even dead yet." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, that's classic. Yes, I, I absolutely love that one. <laughs> I believe he's from your neck of the woods. He, so. Yeah, 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 he sounds like it. <laughs> it uh, his accent, right? Yeah, no, he's from Brooklyn, actually. So. All right, well, that's, 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 that's uh, yeah, Brooklyn, uh, that's, that's close enough. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to, um. So um, over the years, too, with uh, artists that you have had the privilege to work with, too, um, uh, how much traveling have you uh, done? You know, have you, you got to travel uh, coast to coast, got to go globally? Oh, yeah, glo- globally. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, that's, that's one, uh, yeah, that's definitely one, one, one advantage. I mean, I've spent, like, a significant amount of time in many, many countries, and that's just... That's just great to. It's just great to see how other people live. You know, I mean, I've, 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 I've uh, uh, you know, it's just, it's just life, life experience is just, uh, it's just great to see co- different cultures and you know, eat different foods and uh, we're all, we're you know, everybody's connected through music, which is, which is fantastic. It's like the international language, you know. So when it comes, um, oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, no. It, I, 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 it's just um, that's it's. I've 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 been I've been fortunate to to you know yes to 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 travel uh, quite quite a lot over the years. Yeah. So I mean, you've expressed your appreciation for different cultures and things like that. So where, where would you say your your fondest memories are of uh, touring so, thus far? Oh, um, I don't know. I I I, I, I always I, I always like to go to. Uh, I always like to go to England. Uh, um. You know the UK is a great place. Like they love music. Absolutely. 
Well, yeah, I mean, well, I guess everywhere loves loves music, but I, I mean, I think I think the you know appreciative crowds, uh, rock and roll crowds, uh, UK, Germany, uh, you know, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know, I mean, um, just uh, uh, Argentina, uh, Mexico City is a great city. As well, it's very it's fun. It's really exciting. It's a big, a big city. Uh, uh, Melbourne's a great city. Australia. Uh, uh, there are some places that I have not been. Some, some, some major, major places like Japan. I've never oh, been to Japan. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's been on the top of my list for years. I think I'm going to have to buy my own tickets and and take myself to Japan because nobody I'm playing with goes to Japan or. Or maybe maybe I could take my bands to pass. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, that'd yeah, be, yeah. That'd yeah. be a hell of a goal to shoot uh, for. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, I mean, if somebody's going to pay for it, but uh, but maybe I'll have to pay for it. But I don't know. I at, at this point, I don't care about paying for it. I, I really want to go to Japan after this whole after this whole mess is over. You, you know, so. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a it's a big world, but uh, it's you know it's kind of a small world. Uh, as well, you know, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've I've uh, talked to a few people. I mean, I've been I've also been involved in the uh, the UFC mixed martial arts scene and talked to fighters who have gone to Japan and they 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 have had nothing uh, but good things to say about Japan. You know, and I've, you know, talked to musicians that have played Japan. They have nothing but good things to say. So yeah, I can understand. Yeah. I I can understand why Japan would be a target to you know, one day perform. Uh, yeah. I, I need to, I need to go there, man. I need to just fo focus on that and, uh, and get over there. And, you know, I've, 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 uh, stopped at a couple of places along the way. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. I've never been to Hawaii either, actually. <laughs> so I, I, I should go there. I think. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I haven't been there yet myself, but I'm, I'm going to go one day. <laughs> yes. We must go. Yes. I mean, uh, I've only traveled out of the U.S. Uh, twice, once going into Canada, and that short stint that I had in uh, South Africa while I was there. But uh, other than that, you know, I mean, when I was on my way to South Africa, stopped it on the way there um, in Paris, and so I got to see the Paris airport. And then on the way back in uh, in. Uh, Germany, Frankfurt, Germany. I got to see the airport there, but that—that that was all I got to see of Europe was airports. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, you got to, uh, you have to, uh, you know, uh, take a take a, a day trip in Paris next time, and uh, you know, you know what? Uh, there was, and uh, I just got to tell you this though: there was one flight I wanted to Johannesburg, but it, it just never happened. I'd never returned to South Africa. But it, it it would have involved a twenty two hour layover in Amsterdam. Now, if I have a layover that long, oh. I have a layover that long. I'm not going to just stay at the airport. I got some time to go see some things. Absolutely, uh, that's a beautiful, beautiful city, Amsterdam. Yes, yeah. yes, that is a that that is that's a really really nice city. Yes.
Um, yeah, it's uh, it's you know it's a great thing to be able to travel. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll 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 get through this and uh, the, we'll be jetting around the world again. You know, ain't no hopefully about it. We're going to. <laughs> well, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, exactly. So, so, you know, I mean, nobody. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, we don't know when, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah. are there any negotiations i i know it it may be a ways off in the future because of all of this going on but are there any negotiations perhaps that uh, you're you're possibly going to have a show booked at such and such time if the dust is settled or anything like that um well i mean i haven't actually uh i mean i've thought of a couple of places in new york city that i would probably do you know my first uh first um shows you know um, if if they're still open i mean really this is a, this is getting bad i mean these businesses are closed and clubs are you know music venues are, um, are, are among the hardest to hit because uh you know they, they um I'm, I'm 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 my friends and i in new york are really nervous about uh about uh you know, I mean, it's already been been bad enough in New York City because of the real estate over the last decade or or, or two. A lot of uh, clubs have closed. A lot of famous um, rock clubs. Right, so we're kind of ner- we're kind of nervous that um, this this is going to you know put put them out of business. So I, I guess I guess it remains to be seen. You know. Yeah. But but um yeah I I'll probably definitely do. Uh, uh, some of my first shows uh, in New York City since it's it's where it's, you're uh, at yes exactly <laughs> yes and uh, so uh, this is uh, a question uh, from uh, from my uh, former co-host and uh, I just keep it going here um, so let's say that your new band has just made it really big say that 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 EP you just you just made hit the charts and uh, you're booked right. you're booked for a big tour you're going to go coast to coast go globally a little bit you have three opening slots of bands or musicians you'd like to have open for you who do you pick and it could be anybody past or present that i could have open for me yes oh oh that's a good question who would I want? Who who would I want to warm up the crowd for me? <laughs> um, I don't know. Who's uh, who's uh, uh, all right? Well, so I made it big. Uh, I that you know that is that is a really good question. It's a question that I uh, uh, that I have to say I'm I'm, I'm I feel like I'm off guard. I'm. Uh, I'm surprised by it. I, I don't know uh, who would who would who would who would warm up the crowd for me. Yeah, it's a who's it, a good show. Who, who's a really good showman? Because I because you know I'm not a showman yet. You know I I just kind of mm-hmm. like I'm I'm great playing the piano, but I'm I'm uh, you know, I would have to really take a crash course in being uh, being a frontman. So um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's but, okay. Uh, that question. Uh, 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 I'm 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 blowing this question because it's like it's it's too difficult. 
It's a, called a stumper I, for a reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a total stumper, man. Man, that's a big fail on my part. I, I, I can't even, I can't even think. Maybe some, some, some unrelated act, like maybe like a, maybe like a burlesque show should open up for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. You know, I mean, you know, PG rated, of course, you know, or, <laughs> you know, I mean, nothing to, nothing to risk, to risque, because I like to, you know, to, to, uh, you know, I want to be in an all ages uh, crowd. I want to give the young kids some, you know, experience to, to go out with their, yes. with their uh, parents, their uncle and their brothers and sisters and, and go see a rock show, you know, yes. there should be more, 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 more all, all ages shows out there. Now, All right. what well, I, am failed, I, I failed that question. Uh, no, that's okay. Well, this one, you, I don't <laughs> think you will. Um, so this doesn't matter now. This is one of my favorite questions to ask because I get, I get some answers on this one. <laughs> this doesn't matter if uh, you're playing some shithole dive bar out in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky, that holds a maximum capacity of about 25 people. Or you booked Madison Square Garden to full capacity. What is the craziest thing you have witnessed while performing on stage? Uh, I just, I guess, I mean, I think it's pretty crazy when people come and, and you know, run, run up on the stage. I, I, I think that's a pretty crazy, crazy thing to do. I mean, uh, um, I mean, that's about... That's I think that's I think that could be the craziest, which it isn't really that crazy, but it is it is kind of disruptive and and uh, crazy, and I guess it gets the crowd going in either a positive or negative way when people run run up on the stage. Um, yeah, yeah, not too much, not too much craziness. Unless it's uh, uh, unless it's women throwing their undergarments on the stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, which is which is yeah. Uh, I mean, that's you know, that's amusing. Actually, yeah, that's amusing. All right. But uh, you, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, the crazy stories are you know probably not actually on the stage. They're actually like after after the gig or or, or before the gig or you know just you know travel. Uh, traveling to the gig, you know, I mean, there's, there's, there, there are crazy people out there, but like, maybe if I was a, maybe, maybe now that I'm a front man, I I would actually be able to see some crazy stuff because, you know, usually as a keyboard player, I'm just kind of back there behind the keyboards and I'm kind of, you know, concentrating on the show, but maybe I would have a different perspective, uh, as, as a front man. I I hope so. Then again, uh, you know, I think you probably have a better view than the drummer because the drummer has the worst seat in the ha- in the house when it comes to facing the crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that and that, and that's where where I am often. I mean, as a keyboard player, I'm I'm kind of ne- next to the drummer. You know, we're yeah. we're back there where the guitar players and the bass player get all the get all the love with the crowd and the and the lead singer. But now mm-hmm. now 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 I'm that guy. So I, I, I I'll, I'll I'll have a whole new. Uh, yeah, you know, we'll have a whole a whole new uh, perspective going on, right? Absolutely. And <laughs> I have one final question. Say a group of kids ages 
15 to early 20s approach you and tell you they're going to start a band, what advice do you think you could give them? Well, um, I, uh, I would uh, encourage them to, to start a band and uh, just, just, be, just be open with each other and just uh, try to uh, uh, all, all participate and uh, don't, don't be late. Don't be late to rehearsal. And, uh, you know, just take it, take it seriously. And if somebody's not, not serious, then they have to go, you know? Um, but, um, yeah, just like, uh, work, work, work together and just take your craft seriously. And as soon as you write a song, record it and, uh, build, build up your, build up your sound, you know, hone, hone, hone the sound, hone, hone your craft build up your build up a bunch of songs and and go out and do a gig because um you know doing a gig is really as uh is is just as important even more important uh, in a different way than than being in a rehearsal studio you know really um um, it's it, it isn't easy. It, it, it can be fun, but you know, playing in front of two people. I, I've done it before, hauling you know gear in a in a van. I mean, that's hard. It, it, it's hard. It's hard work. But uh, you know, if if you love it, then um, then you'll continue to do it, and you'll and you'll see some success one one way or the other. Yes. Yeah. All right. I like that answer. Well, I want to, <laughs> good. All yeah, right. Absolutely. Well, we're getting ready to hit. We're getting ready to hit a five-song music set here in just a little bit. But before we get to all that, uh, I want to thank you very much for joining the show. And uh, please, if uh, you could uh, plug uh, where people can find your music, uh, you got social media, got a website. Um, you know, iTunes, Reverb Nation, uh, Spotify, and all that good shit. Yeah, thank thank you so much for having me. It was a real pleasure to uh, to uh, chat chat with you. And um, yeah, the name of the band is Split Second Meltdown. And uh, yeah, I'm on um, Spotify. I'm on Apple. I'm on all all the every digital platform. I got a, 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 a video up now. I have another video coming out in a couple of weeks. And um, no, 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 no actual web website, but um, I, yeah, I have a Facebook page, but um, uh, the website is, is, is just my name, robcloris.com. And, uh, and that's it. I hope uh, people uh, 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 like, like the music and there'll be more, there'll be more on the way. All right. Well, once again, I want to thank you very much, Rob, for joining the show. And I want to wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Thank you so much for having me. It was a real pleasure. And, um, and, uh, yes. And, um, and, uh, thank you. Thank you for having me and, and good luck and, to you and stay safe and to all the listeners as well. All right. Well, once again, thank you very much. You take care. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, do you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth? Have you ever wanted to know what it's like to pee while standing up? Or have you had your pee-pee chopped off in a construction accident? Well, if you have, we have the product for you. New from the SDP 2 store and the makers of miracle Grow, it's Miracle Dick. 
a new dick growing mixture guaranteed to grow in four to six weeks or your money back. Just buy either the small, medium, or whoa, look at that thing size bag. Put it on your down there area, and in four to six weeks, you will have the size strong desired. And if you're not completely satisfied, well, then send the bag back and we won't give you your money back. That's Miracle Dick, now available for only $129.99 and available at all STP stores nationwide. Didn't even want to drink Party full of people there That didn't even know my name Didn't like what I was wearing Dressing like a wannabe Didn't like the crowd I came with No, I didn't even like me Until I lost that guy Thank God
like a swing a hundred feet on liquor. A mixer got a finger like a record. I'm a player like Sway Puma Clyde's fat laces on a mayor. Deliver like a mailman sliding to your crib. Rather have a limo than your bullshit demo. Things are rising up like a 40 inch vertical. Heard you pull wreck, but I run you in a circle. Throwing out my voice like a dummy in ventriloquist. Hooking up lingo, study like a linguist. Sticking rhymes, yeah, moving like a drifter. Your rhymes are worn like an old man's slippers. Used to have a Caesar still edging up my goatee. Heading down you to go and risk to get some roti. I'm generous, giving bones, so you're choking. I get biz every time I blow smoking.
There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your Hunter Athletic Gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection, and speed. Battle after battle, Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at huntermma.co.za. Gear up and let's train. What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four hour uninterrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people, independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at caravantomidnight.com. If you've been searching for a show that talks about what's trending in the world, entertainment gossip, stupid news, and more, sizzling talk radio that is not dumbed or watered down, a show that is not for pussies, then you need to stop searching and check out The Charles Richardson Show. It's uncensored talk radio. No crybabies. No losers. No fucktards. Charles Richardson and crew bring it 100% with real opinions. If you can't take it, Get the fuck out. You can even call the show and flap your gums, provided you have a brain. For the 411 stations and showtimes, like The Charles Richardson Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Charles Richardson Show. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. The Charles Richardson Show. You want some? Come get some. And now, in four simple steps, how to ride Nitro at Six Flags Great Adventure. Step one, put on fresh, clean underwear. Step two, go to Six Flags Great Adventure. Step three, ride Nitro. The all-new Super Thrill Coaster, a 10-story plunge into a full mile of adrenaline rush, negative G, white knuckle, rip the skin off your face, fun! And step four... Repeat step one, Nitro. New at Six Flags Great Adventure. Open daily from 10 to 10. Yo, baby, you've had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Fuck the shit. Fuck the fucking shit. Fuck shit. You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. Fuck shit. The shit. Fuck shit. Shit. Fuck. All right, as I've got to adjust the microphone here. 
All right, that's better. Welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Coldcock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, gear up, let's train. And USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. The songs you just heard. You just heard Split Second Meltdown with Chasing a Dream. Before that, Prime Minister Pete Nice with... Uh, DJ Daddy Rich and Blowing Smoke. Before that, Split Second Meltdown with Heavy Song. Before that, Christina Taylor with Loser. And starting off the whole set, Split Second Meltdown with The End of Your World. Once again, a big shout out to Rob Krause of Split Second Meltdown. Thank you very much for joining the show and telling your stories because, uh, yeah, those are quite interesting, you know, especially uh, the tour you did with Tom Jones uh, that, and the subject we brought there. That was classic. <laughs> All right, so my next guest is on standby, but uh, really quick, before I get to him, I have to reveal... The Outlaw Radio, Idiot of the Week. And ladies and gentlemen, the idiot of the week this week is none other than the one who played Samantha in the 80s sitcom, Who's the Boss? Yeah, I'm talking about Alyssa Milano. I'm, I just can't fucking believe this. Um, I, I just might follow her on Twitter just for the amusement you know, I mean, she's so far left. It's she's okay with Joe Biden being a pedophile. She's okay with that, and she even tweeted something about it. Um, <laughs> but what was really, really comical was a few days ago she tweeted about Joe Rogan's podcast having more listeners than hers. Well, Alyssa, that's because Joe Rogan talks about interesting subjects he just doesn't sit on his ass and bitch and moan about president trump <laughs> which is what you go through your pro go through your twitter and that's what you're doing as just like our our idiot of the week last week jeff t trick and just bitch and moan about trump all fucking day no life you know but uh yeah i'd I wonder, I've got to go into Joe Rogan's uh, archives, and I, I wonder if he replied to this. Um, or, if, you know, Mil Alyssa Milano is not even worth uh, talking about, so I'm just sure he just kind of blew it off like a bad fart. Didn't even give a shit. Anyway, so my next guest, I said, is on the line. It's time for Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. Outlaw Radio, conservative talk. I just want to tell you that America is the greatest place on earth. We will make America great again. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We the people are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go and by what route and how fast. Outlaw Radio, conservative talk starts now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this week it is my pleasure to welcome Michael Velarde to the show. Michael, how you doing, brother? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Bill, for having me on the show. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yes, yes, I really appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity and uh, coming on to the show to talk to me. If, 
Uh, yeah, it looks like I may have to adjust your volume just a little bit here. Okay. There, that should be a little bit better now. Okay, so um, I'm not... You'll have to refresh my memory, Mike. Um, exactly. I understand you're, run, you're running for Congress in uh, the state of Florida in the Republican seat, correct? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm running to be Donald Trump's congressman. I'm trying to unseat Lois Frankel in uh, the 21st Congressional District of Florida. All right, all right. And, uh, you know, you were talking with um, uh, Hawk Montgomery a, a few weeks ago, and... Um, you brought up some some very very interesting subjects too. Um, you know, I wanted to want to go over again. You know, talk a little bit about uh, the whole George Floyd situation. Um, what you said on that show was a planned event, which I suspected. You know, and I'm pretty sure Georgie Porgy Soros himself is playing a big role in this. But uh, you said you said this was all about um, money laundering, or I think. Uh, uh, counterfeit money. Well, with the, with, that's that's correct. It was a currency thing. He was passing bad bills. But here's here's the bottom line. I don't know if you saw this in the news. It came out. What I told them ended up being true, of course. Um, they had an I, I think it was an IRS criminal investigation into the cop, Darius, Ch uh, what's his name, Chavin, Derek Chavin, and <laughs> they found all sorts of money his house everything was uh he was he was he was involved in this conspiracy and that's what it was they were basically counterfeiting bills george floyd was told not to counterfeit those bills um and that's what happened and if you go to google or anything else and you put um i think um other charges or something like that into Google, the, the, the charges of the money laundering and, and stuff should pop up. It, sh it, it should become visible. Um, aside from the manslaughter and whatnot, he, there was another investigation into him for his finances. And that investigation had started long before um, he had killed George Floyd. And... I just take it that uh, George Floyd was nothing more than a loose end they had to tie up. Of course, him being black, that's enough to ignite the nation. And uh, since COVID 19 is not working to dethrone Trump. Well, I, I, I mean, you know, look, you go, even MSNBC has, has this on their news profile now, okay? Him and his wife are now facing felony charges for tax fraud. Where did that money come from? They're involved in this conspiracy. Yeah. Um, okay. I, this, this had nothing to do about black and white. No. This had to do, this had to do with covering up a criminal enterprise, which was counterfeiting currency. But in it also, you know, it, it was just a perfect opportunity to uh, start something else on the side is basically what I'm saying. You know, I mean, here, here they, both these guys are, and they're, they're pictures of them together, buddy-buddy, and I've, I've seen them. You know, and I'm sure, I'm, I know for a fact you've seen them too. And then, uh, you know, basically, uh, here's... I forget the cop's name, but uh, the the cop's in a lot of trouble already for uh, for uh, 
money issues that uh, can be investigated by the Secret Service. And, well, yeah. And well, I, I mean, I'll even, I'll even read you from the freaking article that was in the paper. Investigators yeah. started looking into the Chavins in June 2020 for failing to file individual income tax returns on time for three years, 2016 and 19, and for filing fraudulent tax returns from 14 in 2019. The Washington County Prosecutor's Office said in a statement, over the course of five years, the Chavins reportedly failed to claim more than 460000 in income, including at least 96000 of Derek Chauvin's earnings from off-duty security work. Well, where do you think the other money and assets came from? These illegal activities he was involved in. No, so absolutely. It, and, and when you go back and you look at Black Lives Matters, the money that goes into Black Lives Matters is going to fund all the Democratic Party presidential people from... Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden, go down, Bernie Sanders, they all got money from Black Lives Matter. It is not about black, white, it's about right and left. Yes, it, it, it is, it is, you know. And uh, they say the new C word is conservative. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, in my congressional race, I have a plan to unseat the Democrats. And I'm using, um, I'm honestly using some of their, um, some their, their own tricks against them, so to speak. You know, um, you know, they they hit it hard about Social Security and the elderly and how you know that if the Republicans get in, they're gonna, we're going to push Granny off the cliff. You know, when in reality, it's the Democrats that are making our our elderly people poor, because whether you realize it or not, you were double taxed in your Social Security. When they take that tax money from you, you get no tax benefit from it. And then when you receive that, that money, it's really your own money coming back to you, but they tax your benefit up to 85%. Uh, and uh, when and where is that considered fair? That's, that's something a communist system is going to do if they let you have any of that money at all, mind you. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, why, the first, that's why I think I can win this race. Because any, uh, any person that's 65 or older, and there's certainly a lot of them down here, is going, to, is going to want somebody like me in office that will push to make Social Security tax-free. Because it's your money coming back to you. That's all it is. It's the, your own money that you put in 40 years ago, and now the government's giving it back to you. Why should you pay tax when you got no tax deduction when they took it from you? Exactly. Exactly. I agree 100%. Hey, you know what? I mean, my daytime job... Um, you know, I'm a uh, customer service agent for uh, Cox Communications. Uh, I, I don't know if you're um, in one of... The, I know we serve Florida, just uh, we serve Pensacola and we serve Gainesville. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I wasn't sure if you're in either one of those regions. No, I'm South Florida. I'm West Palm Beach. Okay. Delray Beach, Boynton Beach. Yeah, but New York by that accent, though, can't, can't uh, yeah, mistake well, I was, that. I was, I was a federal agent. Yeah, I was in the 9-11 responder. Yeah. yeah I, was, I, was, I was a criminal investigator for the IRS for 22 years. Also yeah. so did, uh, did a lot of assignments with the United States Secret Service doing dignitary yeah. protection. Uh, worked some cases with them, too. And my, my, last, uh, my last big case was with the United States Secret Service. And we, uh, we got a seven-year conviction on the guy that was doing false returns and basically stole, uh, I think it was a couple of million dollars from the government. So, 
Yes. So I, I retired in 2010, then I became an IRS enrolled agent, and now I represent people that have IRS issues. Yes. Well, just getting back to what I was going to tell you, though, is, um, you know, it's it's my job to listen to the customer. And more the majority of my calls are, why is my bill so high? And, you know, I, there's various reasons. And the probably the most common rebuttal I have to everything I say is I, I am a senior citizen on a fixed income. Please stop raising these prices. Right. So, you know, and I mean, obviously, well, the cable and Internet company is a different entity. But, uh, you know, you want let's because those bills aren't going to change. Unfortunately, they're not going to change the way they're doing it. But you obviously want to take this situation, for example, and be able to allow them the money they need to pay for those cable services if they want them. Absolutely. It's their money. I mean, and, and I think it's going to do two things. One, I think it'll win Trump the election. I think if he got behind me on these issues, he, he wins in a landslide. I mean, who are you going to vote for? The Republican president that wants to give you tax exempt Social Security or the Democrat who wants you to have higher and higher taxes and keeps taking money from you? You know, and, and it's been said many and many times that, I mean, this line of bullshit I'm, I'm going to call it as it is, this line of bullshit. The Republicans are for the rich. The Democrats right. serve the poor. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow it up, and I'm going to blow it up in a big way. Um, of course, i got to win the primary first. I mean, that's, that's really... But, but here's, here's the other half of my Social Security gig, and that is this. The way Social Security works is... Your, your monthly stipend is based on what you paid into it, okay? If you paid in uh, $200,000, you're going to get about 20000 a year. So basically, they, 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 they take about 10 years' worth and divide it up, okay? So maybe that's 1800 a month, you know, argument's sake, right? Um, so for the first 10 years, if you die before that, you left money on the table. Somebody else gets to use your money, Right. That's what's going to happen to it. You don't, you know, your wife doesn't get any kind of benefit. Um, it just disappears. They stop paying you when you die, and it's over. So here's what I'm going to, here's what I am going to suggest, uh, or bring, bring, you know, bring to the floor of the congressional house and for legislation. So not only to make it tax free when people receive it like it should be because it's just their own money but secondly having a survivor benefit so if you let's say connie and al two people i'll, I'll make up al al was a cop worked for work for 30 years gets a gets a four thousand dollar a month pension and he gets two thousand in social security when he dies connie his wife gets half his pension she also gets two thousand a month in social security but she she was a school teacher she only gets 500 a month in a pension so now he dies, she gets half his pension, so she lost 2000 a month. And when she gets back from his funeral, she'll get a letter from the government saying, hey, you lost Al's Social Security. You just lost another $2,000 a month. So she loses $4,000 a month instantaneously almost within 30 days of, of, of Al's death. And unless she has a plan for that, that's going to be devastating to her. Absolutely. So, it's absolutely devastating. So I'm going to suggest that she'll be able to keep Al's 
2000 a month for up to two, two years, 24 months, okay, if, if he, within the first 10 years, you know, he died within that 10-year period of time where it was his money. So it really doesn't cost the government anything because it was just money he put in. And after that, she can keep the benefit for a year. So if, 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 if Al died at the age of 70, okay, and he was only five years on Social Security, she gets two years. If he dies at 95, she gets an additional year to get her finances in order. Yes, yes. And, Mike, I hope you don't mind, but I want to shift gears a little bit, and I, I'm, I may put you on the spot a little bit, but I just want to get your opinion on this. And, and you can even refuse to answer if you want. I, I really don't care. It's all good e anyway. Okay. But, um, you know, I mean... I probably I probably agree with the uh, with the liberal left only on one specific issue, and and honestly, this uh, doesn't uh, this can be any party to be honest with you, but uh, you know I am for the uh, legalization of cannabis, you know, for recreational and medicinal use, and um, I have my reasons for that because of you know I've I've seen. I've seen thriving economies out of Oregon and uh, and Colorado because of this, but I just I'm just curious where your stance is. Well, you got to understand. I, I was a federal law enforcement officer. I was also assigned to the Eldorado Drug Task Force, going after the Colombian drug dealers. Yes. Um, it is still illegal federally. Mm -hmm. Okay, which means the federal government could come in. And even though it's legal in certain states, like you said, Colorado and California, still make seizures of of people that are selling it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I agree with the way they're doing it, though, and the way they're regulating it. I mean, uh, people selling it personally, no. No, I'm not for that. Right. So, And the government makes a lot of money from the, the drug seizures. Yeah. They do. And I've, been, I've seen that. I've been on that side of it. As a matter of fact, they've... Sometimes it pays for agents. I mean, you know, ten agents or something that we could that they otherwise wouldn't have the funding to hire because of the fact that because because of the drug money, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, because of my background going after the drug dealers and being a federal law enforcement officer, I'm I'm not going to get into that subject too much with you tonight. Now that's hey, that's perfectly all right. I I said I didn't care anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, no, that's per. I mean, like I said, I I've got my reasons, and um, you know, any anybody with a brain would would understand why, and they could they could uh, friendly uh, debate uh, debate me, uh, you know, on that uh, in a professional manner too. But <laughs> so, but anyway, we'll shift gears from there because I was just curious about that. Okay. Um. So. I do have to be honest, though. I think that uh, that Trump's reelection is imperative to the survival of society right now. I, I honestly believe that. You you are a hundred percent. I a hundred percent agree with you. It, it's life and death. It, 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 I mean, I mean, did you see what this guy Biden wants to get done? I mean, we'll be a communist country. We'll be Mother Russia. Oh, we will. We most definitely will. This, this, this election. Here, you want to know? The, let me let me simplify it for for you and your audience. It's the difference between two dollar gasoline and seven dollar gasoline. 
Yes. Think about that. It's the difference between being energy independent like we are now for the first time in 75 years and going back to depending on Saudi oil. Yep. And we and we can't we can't be doing that. You know, it didn't work before. It's not going to work again. It's never going to work. It's never going to work. I'm I'm firmly believing that this election. Look, when you look at all the presidential elections, I mean, you can almost pick them beforehand. President Trump did very, very well up until this coronavirus thing. A matter of fact, I think they threw this at him because nothing else worked, in all honesty. Oh, that's what Um, I believe, too. And I've, I've been saying that the whole time. And Biden doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know the difference between his, you know, his sister and his and his wife. I mean, I mean, I mean, he's just not competent. This is a man who, who graduated 76 out of 85 law students from Syracuse University Law School. Now think about that. So at graduation, if it took everybody a minute to get their diploma, Joe Biden would have had to wait a, a, an hour and 15 minutes before going up on stage and getting his. And less than 10 minutes later, the ceremony would have been over. To put it in perspective, where this guy was on the food chain. And that's when, that's, that's when he was on his heyday. I mean, and if you go back to 2008, I don't know if you remember that brilliant speech he gave about jobs. He said, what America needs is a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S, a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S. <laughs> Yeah, I do remember that. I, do. I mean, God, yeah. that was more embarrassing than uh, Dan Quayle not knowing how to spell potato. <laughs> yes, but, and at least Dan Quayle had an excuse. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but he told him to put up the E. But, I mean, but let me tell you, the guy can't count to four. And that's when he was at the top of his game. <laughs> how are we going to hand over the country to this guy? We're not. We're not. And, and, we're not. We're not. And so what, I, what I'm doing, I think, for the Republicans to win and win in a big way, people, Donald Trump needs to back my platform. Because my platform is going to help every senior citizen, giving them back their own money. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a socialist. I'm not taking somebody else's money and giving it to you. It's your money. It's money that they took for you that you put into the system. And all he's doing is getting it back, and that should be tax-free. I agree. I'm, I I most definitely agree. You know, you t- you talk to the you talk to the hawk as I mentioned earlier, and uh, I don't know if he told you or how much you know about uh, the situation going on in South Africa, but it is something I follow very very closely. And uh, you know, uh, how much ha- have you been told about what's going on over there? Well, you know, we had an off-the-radio uh, discussion about that, and he yeah. was and he was telling me the atrocities that are, that are happening to the white people now. Yeah, it's yeah. disgusting. I mean, uh, I'm, you know, I hope you don't mind, be, but uh, I, you know, this this show is no holds barred. As I said before, this is uncensored. Um, I got I got Ernst Root's book called Kill the Boar, and it took me a long time to get that book. I mean, not only just shipping it over from uh, South Africa, but they were trying to make sure it didn't fall into my hands when I ordered it. Because when I ordered the book, I just paid the price they told me to pay, and I thought it was good. But then, uh, you know, I got got a hold. Of, nothing's happening. About a month later, I, I should have it. 
And they said, oh, you need to pay the shipping. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Uh, to, could you please tell me how much you want for shipping? And they refused to answer me. So it wasn't until I got the author's number, who's the head of Afroforum over in South Africa, I got his number and talked to him personally, and he made sure that I got the book without having, having to pay um, the shipping costs. And it, yeah, it took me four months to get that book. Wow. And what I re what I read in that book because I'm they they did not want me to have that in my hands. That was the main reason why it never got shipped to me. I mean they right. they say you know their president Cyril Ramaphosa says that these farm murders these ungodly farm murders are not happening in South Africa. Um, but one of the things I read in this book is uh, when I got to the crime scene, this this group of thugs, this filthy group of thugs raped this woman but uh, one of them couldn't get it up so he he stuffed shards of broken glass up her vagina before murdering her that's just one of the things i mean they anything well, they, they can do let me, let me, I, I don't know if you know this but i i wrote three books yeah and my most recent book the time of his coming, the final chapter, which is on Bible prophecy. Yes. Um, I wrote a lot of a lot of things that you see in happening now are in my book. I encourage you and your you know you can get it on Amazon. Uh, the, my, the time of his coming, the final chapter by Michael Velarde, because um, we're watching Bible prophecy being fulfilled. Yes, and. You know, I mean, uh, these stories, uh, What's they're saying that South Africa is the blueprint for what they want here in the U.S. And they already started pulling down statues over there and the, all this bullshit they're doing. And it's the beginning cycle over here. I, I personally believe that Trump is going to win. I, I believe I'm going to win. That's why I'm running, of course. Um, and I think we're going to be able to turn the Congress red. And I think we're going to be able to hold off until about 2028. In 2028, I think you'll see a repeat of 2008 when the Democrats won everything. And what did they do when they won everything? Oh. They immediately went to socialized medicine. They passed Obama. Mm -hmm. He used all his capital to pass Obamacare. Why? Because... Socialized medicine brings in socialism and communism. Now, when I was a federal agent, I was involved arresting um, members of Russian organized crime who were stealing the gas tax in New York. It was a big scheme. They were stealing $6 million a month. Uh, very profitable. And my group is the people, you know, we put it out. We put them out. We, we, we stopped it. I arrested one of those Russians. And while I had him in custody, we were talking which is, you know, normal, I guess. And um, I said to him, I said, is there anything you like about Russia more than the United States? And he said to me, he said, Mike, there's one thing. He says, that's in Russia, you have free health care. I said to him, yeah, but you've got to wait in line for a loaf of bread for eight hours. That's the cost of that free health care. You know? and, and that's what Barack Obama put in place when he had... Him and the Democrats controlled everything. Now, from that point on, 
in 2010, two years later, he lost the Congress, and the Congress was totally controlled by the Republicans up until the midterm elections in 2018. And ultimately, we won the Senate, and I think it was in 2014. So he lost a lot of control. Um, you know, so he six out of his eight years, he, he either had a Republican Congress or both a Republican Congress and a Republican Senate. So he was he was kind of stymied. That's why President Trump was able to point appoint so many judges because Mitch McConnell didn't push through any of his judicial picks for the last two years. Because Harry Reid, of course, changed the rules of the Senate, and Harry Reid was warned not to, but he did it anyway because he wanted to to, to you know stuff the courts with liberals, and so they they got rid of the filibuster and and just went to a simple majority, and then it backfired on them and worked out well for us. But we still don't have a conservative Supreme Court. Um, you know, the way Roberts judges, I mean, I can't count him as a conservative. So we're going to need Trump to, to make some more appointments if we're going to really, you know, postpone the devastation that they have planned for us. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. And uh, what what uh, other what other uh, parts of uh, your agenda that you have not mentioned yet that uh, that you want to bring forth uh, when you win the seat? I will say. Thank you. Uh, well, term limits. I think that both senators and congressmen need to be limited. We can't have people in there for fifty years at a time. Uh, that's really a big part of the issue with with, uh, with Washington is they build themselves little little you know they little little uh, they become kings in their own castle. Uh, whether it be Nancy Pelosi or Mitch McConnell, doesn't matter what side of the aisle. I think that in order to get rid of the corruption in politics, you have to limit how long they can be there. Um, then, um, <laughs> with the coronavirus and the unemployment situation. With those checks that all these people were getting, I don't think people realize that unemployment compensation is taxable as income. And there's going to be a lot of people who are going to have tax issues because of it, and they're not going to have the money. And it's supposed to be insurance. And insurance is not supposed to be taxable because, you know, I have a business. I have Winning Tax Solutions, you know, winningtaxsolutions.com. You can go see my tax business. Um, I pay premiums in case one of my employees becomes unemployed and goes to file for unemployment compensation. So I'm indirectly, those businesses are paying for it. And because it's insurance, again, that's something that should not be taxable. So putting more money into the hands of the unemployed. Um, for the middle class, uh, if you lost money in the stock market, the IRS only lets you take up to 3000 a year in losses. So if you lost 30000 it takes you 10 years to recoup that money. We're going to up that $3,000 number to 10000 We're also going to try to reform the IRS because right now, <laughs> excuse me, you can't walk into an IRS office. You have to have an appointment. If you call up the IRS on the phone, you're going to be on hold for two hours. It's just ridiculous. So the IRS needs to be more responsive to the taxpayer, and they're not. And people can't get 
uh, simple issues resolved because they can't get through to them on the phone and they can't walk in and see somebody. Yes. Yeah, I really, really agree with you, too, on the whole thing about uh, the um, – the term limits. I mean, Pelosi's been in there, what, uh, I don't know how long, too long. So is... 90. What's that? Since 93. The, you know, then there's Maxine Waters been in there too long. You know, uh, and uh, Nancy Pelosi is, is the most toxic we have right now. I, one of the, well, one of the most toxic we have. I mean, she's she it will do anything to try she said i will fumigate the white house if i have to to get him out of there you know so i mean she'll she'll walk over anyone or do anything or even kill anyone if she has to 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 uh, uh achieve that objective she wants so badly she she is pure evil yeah, she is, but she's. But and then you got four Muslim women there who are pure evil too, who want to destroy America. Their yeah. stated objective is to destroy America. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can't believe after some after an incident like nine uh, eleven. Okay, after an incident like that, then. Uh, and we elect somebody. I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound prejudiced in any way. I really don't. But I think the name Barack Obama. Would would be enough to scare me after nine eleven, just the name. Well, I, I I think it was the perfect storm of of issues as far as him getting elected. First of all, the Republicans ran a very weak candidate against yeah. him in John McCain. John McCain was a you know very moderate guy. Moderates don't seem to to make great presidents. Uh, you look at the Bushes compared to somebody like Ronald Reagan, you know. Or a guy like Trump, you got to you got to really be you know strong to the right, I think, to to make an impact. And and he was not a good he was not a good um, good choice for us to run. And Barack Obama speaks very well. And you know we had a financial meltdown, um, so they dumped the Republicans and put the Democrats in office. So he had the perfect storm. And then, and then in twelve, uh, Romney ran a terrible race. He looked good for his first debate, and then he just went right downhill. He didn't go for the jugular, and he didn't take him out, and he lost. Uh, Very weak. Well, yeah, no, he's a complete loser anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, that's that's what happened with him as, as, far as the perfect storm. And what nobody tells you is. Because of Barack Obama allowing so many, I mean, he brought 300,000 Muslims and settled them in, in Minnesota. You know why? Because he hated Michelle Markham. He put him in her congressional district. And that's what changed the district from red, uh, red to blue. That's, that's how somebody like Omar gets elected. You change the constituency. And that's what he did. And he brought over a lot of them. Ain't More that something? I mean, you know, I, I've actually had the opportunity. I was—I don't know if you knew this or not—but I was on the Joint Terrorism Task Force after 9/11. And after being on the Joint Terrorism Task Force, um, after my first book came out, I got a TV show, and I had the opportunity to interview the number three guy in the PLO, the guy that planned 
the Islamic takeover of America. His name was Kamal Salim. You can watch it on, you know, Google it and watch it on YouTube. Um, and I did eight hours worth of interviews with him. And what he told me 10 years ago is happening now. The plan that he actually put in place um, or started is is happening. And Obama did a lot to to further that plan. Yes, yes, but, uh, well, fingers crossed or we're, we're going to have a good result in the Obama case because he definitely needs to be in, investigated for sure. And, uh, you know, all this crap they're trying to pull on Trump, it's just one well, thing well, one thing after another is not working. No, well, Billy, what you've got to understand is the Dorm investigation, if Biden wins, it's over. Dorm gets fired. He's out of, yeah. he's out of work. Yes. Biden's going to do the same thing that Bill Clinton did. That is fire all the prosecutors. First day on the job, every U.S. attorney gets fired. Every one of them. Yes, yeah, so he now, can set in his own agenda. Yeah, exactly right. Because if he doesn't, it's going to lead back to him and he's going to be indicted. There's no way Biden's going to be president and let, let someone indict him. Hell no. <laughs> right? No, he's going to do whatever he has to do. He's corrupt as the day is long. What are you kidding me? And, and so, so this election for the Democrats is absolute desperation because they know if they don't win, they all go to jail. Let me tell you something. When you're in law enforcement and you start meeting with people and discussing plea deals, and they're looking at 20 years or five, you know, 10 years, whatever. Listen, they're going to make deals with Comey. They're going to make deals with McCabe. They're going to say, listen, you got a choice. You're looking at 15 years. You can do 15 years. You can cooperate. We'll give you, we'll give you probation. But tell us about what Barack Obama, what his involvement is. Tell us about Joe Biden. Tell us about the politicians that, that forced your hand. I agree. I agree. What do you think? Do right, you think Comey's going to want to sit in the jail cell for 15 years? No. Nope. Or do you think he's going to talk? <laughs> oh, oh! Th those guys are easy to 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 shake down. You can you can see it coming. You see the train coming. That's why. That's why. Do you think Barack Obama did what he did <laughs> at the funeral the other day? <laughs> uh, he he's desperate, and he knows Joe Biden's not competent. And if he doesn't get out there and try and <clears throat> spin this thing. To win the election, he's really campaigning for a third term. That's what he's doing. And he knows he if he doesn't win, he could be looking at a you know, a, a comfy jail cell. Yep. Hung up for high treason as he deserves. Yes. Yes. Mm. Okay, but that's only gonna happen if Trump wins again and the Republicans take back the Congress. That's that's what needs to happen. Yes, and let me tell you something. There's uh, so many people running on the Republican side this time around. I mean, just look at my race. I'm in a race with six people on the Republican side. Two years ago, Lois Franco ran unopposed. Not only that, but some guy primaried her. So she has a primary, and then she has six of us on the Republican side. And this is happening all over Florida. Um, same thing's happening in the district next to me, Ted Deutsch's district. 
Two years ago, ran on the post. Nobody opposed him, right? This year, he has this, 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 uh, at, at least three, maybe four. I'm not, it's not my race, but I know at least three people running in that race on the Republican side. Wow. So the Republicans are coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. To challenge these Democrats. I mean, I don't know, you know, AOC even had a Democratic challenger. I mean, she lost. I mean, OEC won. And she's in a highly, you know, she's like in a D-17 district. She'll probably win. But there's still a Republican challenging her, too. There needs to be. Uh, she's got, she has got to go. I can't, I can't stand her. Talk, I mean, I'm sorry. I think even Joe Biden has more brain cells than she's got. Yeah. Well, she. <laughs> Single-handedly responsible for getting rid of blonde jokes. Yeah, she. Well, she's single-handedly also responsible for for eliminating a bunch of jobs in in the Queens because she had to go open her fucking mouth. Excuse my language. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, Mike, I hate to say it, uh, but we are out of time. But uh, I want I want to wish you the best of luck in the upcoming election and uh if you have any social media you got a website anybody who wishes to follow up with yeah. you how can they do so oh yeah no please do listen i have a couple of first of uh, velarde 2020 i mean i need your support financially uh if you want to become a, a you know a, um, a volunteer we have 18 days uh to this election and, and of course you know i i want to be able to run radio ads uh you know i got a three thousand dollar bill i'm looking at on monday so we really, really need um, your, your help financially. So Velarde 2020, um, please help us. Uh, you could also take a look if you have any tax issues. I'm still in the tax business, winningtaxsolutions.com. And, of course, I wrote a book, uh, The Time of His Coming, the final chapter, which you can get on Amazon. So I encourage you to do that. All right. You know what? When you get uh, those radio ads, too, you, uh, you have to email me an MP3, too, and I wouldn't mind running it during the commercial breaks on this show. Oh, great. That would be really great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you very much uh, for joining me here on the show. We're about to hit our uh, music, second music set here. But, uh, again, thank you very much for joining, and best of luck to you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you having me on. Be you well. bet. All right, you take care. Okay, bye. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Mike Michael Velarde. He's running for Congress in Florida, and he's got some he's got some good plans. Yes, he does. So, all right, so we're gonna hit our next music set coming up. We got Mickey Lamanchia gonna be followed by Burning Witches. I'm gonna be followed by High Caliber. Aaron McAndrew and Abrupt Edge. Yes, uh, my cousin's original band. Uh, that uh, yeah, I remember Cliff Miller? He was on John B. Wells last week, and uh, I interviewed him a couple of years ago. Yes, uh, get a track from uh, his original band when he was in the rock scene. Yes. So, with that said, we'll be back after this. How dare you? And who in the hell fuck? Do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask... You mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan. Well, his gravestone ran 
Here lies a man who passed through heaven's gate Born in 1903 That's 1988 He provided for his family Never had that much cash And the line between the years On his gravestone Was the line they called the dad Hopped on a train That's how he took her over They had three children Years and by so fast And the line between the years On his gravestone much more than dash It's a love that he gave It's a life that he lived It's lessons that he taught To seventeen more than 
devices for the home office and car we got shotguns rifles handguns fully and semi-automatic machine guns grenades rocket launchers dynamite plastic explosive electronic rib malaysian anal probes gunpowder filled honduran dildos and a wide selection of ointments creams and lubricants and as usual we got uzis yep a whole damn section of them We got Uzis for Grandma, Dad, Cousin Phyllis, and Billy Bob Henry at the Dirt Bike Races. And if you come in this week and squeal like a pig, we'll give you Mike's Uzi Palace's stuffed mascot, Glenda the Carbon Monoxide Farting Pig. What a better way to say I love you than nature's own carbon monoxide. So get your ass on over to Mike's Uzi Palace in Newark, Camden, Matawan, and Linwood, New Jersey. Or visit our new location in beautiful Taves Valley, West Virginia. Remember, if you're not shopping at Max, you're unarmed!
sad case, a fucking disgrace Stupid motherfucker, why you wanna help destroy your race? Niggas going down, we headed way south Nigga, I thought you knew that gang banging shit's played out All the OGs that paid the cost See the dead are in jail when the YG's is fucking lost Where your big homie at, my nigga? In the streets without a pot to piss Pops is never there, so he don't give a fuck about shit Living reckless, thinking they protecting they health But little do they know these niggas wrecking they self Man, I feel for the lost souls I'm just trying to direct these niggas like crossbows You niggas dying of thirst, but you already know I promise you'll find peace if you just let it go How you wanna be remembered? Reptable gangsta on your tombstone Yeah, motherfucking follower, a motherfucking clone I'm here to help you see, why don't you open your eyes? The white man, he love that black on black crime Love our black women, but they hate to see a nigga rise Brainwash our children, try to keep our minds paralyzed We hypnotized but I refuse to believe the lies I say blacks going extinct <laughs> Don't look so surprised We only occupy 13% of the population Face it, you can blame that gang banging shit Brother, you need to take control While I share this pain with my bros I'm just trying to change the flow For you and me Cause life ain't what you said My gang is all I know I told you you just need to create some goals Cause you can't remain on the same road Change the way you think Until the day That I see all my niggas on top Until the day oh, Until the day That I see all my niggas on top Until the day No HK won't stop You love your hood You love to shoot Love your niggas, but what the fuck they did for you? Besides, put a gun in your hand, told you to kill a man and help you to that correctional institution. And you so young, but shit, I got to tell it like it is. For no one, I bite my tongue. The youth so dumb. If you from the bottom and ain't trying to get out it, nigga, fuck where you from. I'm an OG from no hood, I'm only promoting brotherhood. But still, I fuck you up, don't get it misunderstood. I just wanna support my brothers through the struggle <laughs> Give a thug a hug, even gangsters need love too Somebody help me get these niggas on track Keep them off the streets and get them off crack No more distractions harassing your ass And finally you can get to relaxing With your full mind intact <laughs> Peace of mind, hard to put a price on that I see the pain stuck on your face like an iron mask <laughs> Niggas look tired of firing back Cause you think the only way to survive is by carrying a strap Brother, you need to take control While I share this pain with my bros I'm just trying to change the flow For you and me Cause life ain't what you said My gang is all I know I told them you just need to create some goals Cause you can't remain on the same road Who we? You need to change the way you think Until the day
USAC Incorporated, the United South Africa Coalition, comprises groups and individuals around the world working together to create public global awareness of the genocide in South Africa and to develop community restoration programs that will make South Africa a safe place for all races to thrive. USAC works to inform world leaders of the present-day conditions in South Africa through documents, news reports, images, videos, publications, petitions, and witness statements to unite with South African leaders to bring meaningful assistance to people in South Africa, to educate and develop trade schools to improve the quality of life in South Africa, to enact employment laws that are fair and equal for all in South Africa, and to work on trade development projects to improve South Africa's economy. To join USAC and for more information about USAC and what you can do, visit usac.center. This is The Renegade Show. You have three different scenarios here, and I'll give them to you. No, I said scenarios, not Cheerios. Coming to you coast to coast and around the world on your favorite radio station. How did you get Cheerios from scenarios? All right, it's time for the Renegade Pick of the Week countdown. Here we go, counting it down all the way to number one. Who farted? Yeah, we like to welcome you to the Renegade family. Does anybody even remember Dookie Hauser? I think it's fair to warn you that by listening to this show, you're committing a misdemeanor in four states. Three children are asking their parents where babies come from. Two children run away, and one mother ends up crying by the end of the show. This is the Renegade Show. Go to Facebook.com slash Radio Chris Master to find out days, times, and stations of where you can catch the Renegade Show. Hey, everybody, it's your boy West Dog from the GF6 Show reminding you to check us out on the baddest station on the planet. For station and broadcast times, go to www.gf6.com. That's G-F-S-I-X.com. You know what we do. Blow it up. Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Fancy Coffee Shop Coffee Pour. Mr. Fancy Coffee Shop Coffee Pour. What do you do with a master's degree in art history? You get a nose ring and pour coffee for a living. Pour it on now. Why is it called a latte? Maybe because it costs a latte. And it takes a latte time to make. A whole lot of latte. Someone ordered a cappuccino? Step aside. Let the man who works the milk farmer take over. Step aside. Sure, you charge five bucks for a cup of coffee. It's putting that tip jar out that takes real guts. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, guru of the ground roast. It's not the caffeine that gives us the buzz. It's you. Mr. Fancy Coffee Shop Coffee Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. building in a little hick town. This is Outlaw Radio. I'm not in the mood to deal with you today, you stupid asshole! 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 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, gear up, let's train, and USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. The songs you just heard, you just heard Abrupt Edge with as fake as it gets before that. Whiskey and the Rebel by Aaron McAndrew before that. High Caliber with Won't Stop. And starting off the whole set, or before that actually, uh, Burning Witches with The Final Fight. And starting off the whole set, Mickey LaMantia and The Dash. Yes, indeed. Well, unfortunately, Chris is not here tonight. He's says uh, he's having some trouble with his voice going in and out. So I hope you're not catching the Rona, bud. I, I certainly hope you feel better. So, I'll get into some shower thoughts. I think I'm not going to read any articles or anything like that. Uh, but um, I'm going to touch on something because something, something just recently happened. Um, so, so just recently, it's like an old nemesis bobbed atop the cesspool, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, an old nemesis, a name you've heard on this show before. He was mentioned on the very first show. And he's he's been a thorn in my side for nine fucking years. Nine years. Yes. Well, if you don't know who I'm talking about, well, then uh, here's something to refreshify your memory. This portion of Outlaw Radio is brought to you by the new line of Fresno soaps, available soon in pumps or bars, because he just loves picking up the soap. New from Breath Wasters Records, the album you didn't know you were waiting for is finally here. Oh my, 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 my. The greatest hit of Fresno. Subtitled. I'm your prison bitch. All of your favorite Fresno routine, including these classic utterances. I have had sex with many girls. We were doing it so much one time in a store when we first met each other, and I masturbated so much at a bus stop. Kind of stupid, but I got a herpes sore. She did flip a booger in my salad when we were eating at one of the restaurants when we first met each other. She is incredible. With his unoriginal style of babbling bullshit, no man has ever done more with less than Fresno. Bad Billy really has... Um, um, you know, this is Fresno, yes. The greatest hit of Fresno is available on two CDs, two vinyl LPs, or one single MP3 download. That didn't work. Buy it now, before supplies last forever. All right, so, yeah. Fresno managed to kind of worm his way back into the scene on a new Twitter account. So if it wasn't bad enough that, uh, you know, um, a few months ago it was, it was Chris in Chicago reaching out to Brandy Sheets. Now I got 
Fresno. So my idiot of the week uh, two weeks ago, uh, Dikandra Nadell Nadu. I can't I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Who's he goes by Jack Stash on Facebook, or he's um, or uh, what is it, uh, Tegan? Now I, I don't know. It, uh, if you go back a couple weeks ago to the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week, of course, that was uh, you know it was uh, him who uh, who wants to argue the narrative for farm murders in South Africa and all that, and I was calling him out on a bunch of his bullshit and made him the Idiot of the Week. So. Um, I get uh, after pinning his picture up on the um, Outlaw Radio Facebook page. He has his gang report it and report it and report it until it gets lifted, and I'm in Facebook jail for a week. Go figure. Yet <laughs> the uh, picture was put right back up. Yes, indeed, it's still up there right now. But, uh, so, I think it was uh, roughly a couple weeks ago, Fresno appears on a new Twitter account, uh, at Dennis Fresno, Fresno with a Z, at D-E-N-N-I-S-F-R-E-Z-N-O. And, so, here, I'm, I'm dropping my phone, you can probably hear it thud. So, this is, uh... I'm going to go through some of the tweets here. I'm going to go through some of the tweets. Yes. So, you know, I'm calling me out by my first name, first, middle, and last name, which I've said before here. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, yeah, first Twitter on uh, July 20th. I'm coming for you, William George Painter. And... But then it was the fo the following tweet that says, William George Painter is an old enemy. I hope my enemies' enemies are my new friends. Um, of course, he's reaching out to uh, Tigandra, and he's reaching out to busting the myth in South Africa there. And basically goes on... All that bullshit once again about how I stole his money, which I did not do, mind you. And he keeps going and going and going with it. <laughs> it's, it's just insane. And, uh... By the way, a really quick announcement, too. I'll get back to this in just a second, but, uh... There was a. There's also a tweet from uh, Villain Petzer too, who says that uh, Donnie Barnard, who's a friend of mine over in South Africa, a Boer kid, as I, as uh, I can tell you, follows me on Twitter, and uh, I guess his neighbors uh, were involved in a farm attack. So, you know, if you could please uh, keep them in your thoughts and prayers. I don't know. I don't have any reports of. What uh, happened? Actually, we'll get back to that. We're definitely going to get back to that because I'm getting some. I'm getting a few news clips. Anyway, back to Fresno. So, if you remember, I was on a radio show a few years ago called Down by the River, and it was uh, on Down by the River chat line. Well, you got Fresno calling out uh, uh, the line owner. His name is River. Um, saying that him and uh, his uh, 
his mom are running an illegal gambling operation in uh, the state of Texas. So, anyway. So, um, now he's dipping into the South African thing is what Fresno's doing. And his tweets that he have, uh, that he has put out are just sickening. So this one here on July 21st, William George Painter being an activist for the, the country of South Africa is just one more thing that is not going to work for him. Those farmers abuse the people that work for them so they deserve the outcome if they die they die oh but it gets worse it gets worse so he's on there also he's going after jason bartland by the way jason's about to continue the buffalo boar walk soon um yes uh, fresno's making a lot of enemies though with his comments especially this one uh to jason bartlett and it's um, it, it it was it was just really really horrible what uh, he had to say to Jason Bartlett. It said, "It should be buffoon Bartlett. Donald Trump doesn't give a shit about your people. Your people need to face the consequences for apartheid. And if they die, they die. Fucking idiot." And so you know that started. If that didn't start an uproar. Then there's this one, and this is the worst one yet. White women on South African farms are not raped. They just crave black cock and enjoy getting gang-banged while their husbands are away. So now he's taking aim at the rape victims. I mean, seriously, how fucking low can you go? This is just, the man has no soul whatsoever. Pure evil. Otherwise, you know, if he wasn't, he wouldn't try to put me in jail um, over, uh, you know, that money. He, just pure evil is what Dennis Wayne Isley is. You know, I mean, it's all out there. I mean, he went to jail for calling up a Burger King and harassing them, threatening to rape the manager that worked there and threat also called in a bomb threat and thought because he could use a spoof guard to do that and, and, uh, kind of, uh, you know, just use somebody else's number to show up on the caller ID when he called, he thought that made him untouchable. It didn't work out for him because the spoof companies cooperate with law enforcement. And that's what they traced it to was the spoof company. So he didn't stop anything. He just delayed it a little bit. But they still caught him. And he ended up doing about uh, three years in prison. Not to mention while he was in prison, he might have had a chance for parole. Except he pissed on another inmate. I mean, Fresno has no limits to the crap he's going to spew from his mouth. Except, oh yeah, remember his previous account, Fresno, F-R-E-Z-N-0. And just find about uh, how a man, you'll find it just, uh, you don't have to scroll down very far. It's like the third or fourth tweet down. It's talking about a man being busted for downloading 
child pornography, and, and he said victimless crime. So, yeah. If that doesn't say enough right there. But the son of a bitch is laughable, especially. <laughs> He's got to say stupid shit like this. My dream house would be to live in a cockroach-infested motel or hotel. And the reason for this is I'm already a slob anyway, and this would give me a good excuse uh, to be a slob even more because it's very hard to get rid of cockroaches because they go in and out of other rooms. And uh, Those of you who like live in Florida, I guess, know how difficult that is with the swamp country uh, to get rid of those no matter how clean your house is. Well, this gives me the perfect opportunity to be a slob and not feel very guilty about it. I don't have a whole lot of years left. So if I'm sharing the time with some cockroaches or whatever, and they dance across my leg or my crotch or whatever, then, uh, hey, you know, it means I have a great excuse to be lazy. I don't have to hire a cleaning person um, the only person or the only thing I would need a cleaning person to do some Asian girl, or maybe the very lovely princess, Katie, daddy's little girl in Ohio using an Asian accent to, uh, give the cockroach infested Fresno a bath. Then, uh, Hey, all is good with the world. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so I just had to rant a little bit. Uh, unfortunately, he's back. But hopefully, Twitter's gonna gonna ban him after the crap he's saying this time. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what Fresno thinks getting involved with uh, busting the myth. I don't know. Uh, the funny thing is also is that uh, Tigandra did contact me on Facebook and said, "Hey, we don't see eye to eye," but. That dude on Twitter is creepy. So, sounds like Fresno, you're shit out of luck there too. Because even my enemies want nothing to do with you. That should tell you how insignificant you really, really are. Anyway, so uh, with that said, uh, it's I guess I'll cue the cue the um, the bumper here. This is Outlaw Radio. News of the Weird. From the Outlaw Radio newsroom, I'm Nacho Daddy, and I certainly hit the hell ain't Fresno. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna skip the uh, we're. We're going to skip the stories, and we're just going to go right to shower thoughts. All right. If you believe if you believe the earth is flat, do you also believe the sun and moon are flat? A jail and a prison are basically the same thing, but a jailer and a prisoner are totally different. However true or deep a meme may be, if it's got grammatical errors, it instantly makes all of those who shared it look dumb. The lottery system is the 
exact opposite of what Robin Hood did. In every event of the Olympics, they should have an average person compete so we can point so have a point of reference and appreciate the athletes more. People say life is short, even though it's really the longest thing we'll ever experience. What if Santa Claus is actually real and our parents just gave us presents to hide the fact that we are not <laughs> that we are on the naughty list? That might have been me, if that's the case. The guy who invented trash bags literally sold everyone garbage. Your stomach thinks all potatoes are mashed. When you give something, if, excuse me, when you give someone food, you are feeding them. But if you give them water, you, you aren't watering them. <laughs> we learn to read until we read to learn. That's true. If an alarm is going off, the alarm is on. A lot of people confuse the left and right, but n none ever confuses up and down. Writing may or may not is actually redundant. Taking out one of your earbuds is the 2017 equivalent of courtesying. I don't know. Kurt sighing. I, I never heard that word before. And oh yeah, these shower thoughts are from uh, 2017, maybe before. Hump, bump, and lump. All of the symptoms, all symptoms, and all rhyme. Avoiding eye con contact and avoid contact with the eyes are two completely different things. We'll never truly know what smell what it smells like underwater. No, but I know the sweat smell of a swimming pool and the, the chlorine and things like that. Or the smell of uh, the air near the river. Black Friday, Cyber Monday really puts into perspective how much companies could actually sell stuff for. Remember, teachers used to say you won't be walking around with a calculator in your pocket. Well, look at us now. If Apple made a house, would it have windows? The day includes the night, but the night doesn't include the day. A fine tax doing wrong. A fine... A fine is a tax for doing wrong. A tax is a fine for doing well. Good point. Tug of war should really be named War of Tug. You can't feel a bruise, but you can feel a bruise. All right. Let's find out here. Are there, are there any more? So, not on this page and uh, not really going to search. I think I'm going to call it a night. Yes, indeed. So, 
What's on tap for next week is yet to be determined. However, I, once again, I want to give a big shout out to um, Rob Cloris and uh, Michael Velarde. Thank you guys very much for joining the show. So for, on tap for next week is yet to be determined, but don't forget on the 22nd is going to be Reckoning 2, as I said at the top of the show, and going to be talking about more of the issues involved in South Africa. And some of the people that, uh, let's just say I want to get new people. I mean, I really, as much as I respect you, uh, Hawk Montgomery, I, I, want, to, I want to get someone new, okay? <laughs> so I hope you don't mind. Um, you know, and uh, hopefully uh, some of the names that uh, I have considered uh ronaldo house now he's he's more um you watch his videos his his views can be more conservative to sometimes but uh he's he's a member of the da and they swing more to the left but uh you know a lot of his views points are very very similar to mine so he does have some uh conservative viewpoints you know and he's a He's a member of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest parties in South Africa, the DA, the Democratic Alliance is what they're called. So I have considered inviting him. In fact, uh, when he was doing a live video, I did uh, send him, I did send him a message there. And uh, also uh, he too is having problems with busting the myth and Tiagra. And I guess there might be a court case out of that. <laughs> Would be very interesting. And, uh, yeah, I'm, so I, I want to bring him on. Another guy I want to talk to, Big Daddy Liberty. I've got his email. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that I can have an interview with him on the show because talking to him, I, he, he's, he, he's a good guy. You know, they call, he said he'll call himself your favorite fat boy. Yeah, you know, is a black guy in South Africa who is uh, not uh, impressed with the way things are going says that land expropriation without compensation is just a, as in his own world in words, a failed socialist policy. It will not work just just like it has not worked anywhere. So the man knows what he's talking about, and you know, I, you know, I just. Uh, I pray for his safety. I really do, considering also, you know, you have, you have these some of these black people who, um, you know, their their views are conservative. They're Trump supporters, but uh, uh, one and one of those one of those men, uh, I can't pronounce his name, but he was just killed in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, outside of his uh, outside of his shop. And, of course, Black Lives Matter is not in an uproar over this, despite the color of his skin. So his life mattered. It really did. So, yeah, but uh, trying to stay on task, yeah, I want, I'm hoping to get uh, Big Daddy Liberty on, um, you know, and uh, maybe um, I think I'm the guest I had last year for uh, Reckoning... Uh, now I can't remember her name, but uh, she's a part of the crime scene cleanup. You know, I'm, I want to bring her back because the farm murders in South Africa uh, have been happening uh, pretty badly. You know what? Uh, that reminds me, too. So I should get on Twitter and update you right now before we call it a night. Um, 
because I'm get, there are messages coming in from Donnie Barnard right now regarding the situation and, uh, you know, with his neighbors. So I'm going to check the messages and see what, uh, let's see, try to see what uh, the update is. Ooh, there was some exchanged gunfire. Yes. Um, so, they exchanged gunfire, but they got away. Wow, so uh, asking uh, Donnie if he was okay, and he said, yeah, it was, it was fun. Well, so I, I'm glad, I'm glad that uh, you're okay, and he says the cowards did not want to fight, and that's how they, that's how they roll, that's how they roll, yes, indeed, so, you know, maybe, I think, I, I, honestly, I'd like to get Donnie on, you know, he spoke before, and uh, I really, really think uh, it's important to speak with him, so I'm going to send him the invite, so with that said, it is time to go and uh since there's a lot of talk about south africa i'll end it with a south african artist this is albert frost and remember his classic song that i played before yes modern romance thank you very much for tuning in to outlaw radio and i will be back next week Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's where you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to go piss up a rope. We give our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what?
Hey everyone, Bad Billy here. Do you own a business? Or perhaps you're in a band. Or maybe you run a radio show or podcast. Whatever you do, you want to market your brand with custom-made apparel. Look no further than fresh-baked tees. T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, caps, beanies, koozies, banners, and even masks. You can get them all custom-made from Fresh Baked Tees. Prices are reasonable and negotiable. Simply go to freshbakedtees.com, submit your logo, and place your order today. Hey, yo, check out Corrupt All Around Radio with Nick Brockmeyer, the CBDJ. He's been part of the rap, rock, and hip-hop underground scene for over a decade. Corrupt All Around Radio sizzles through your speakers. Corrupt All Around Radio spotlights the best of new music from up-and-coming national acts on national tours, as well as existing bands that are still out rocking the industry. Corrupt All Around Radio gives these bands love and respect, playing their music and interviews from the road. For all the 411, visit Instagram.com, Facebook.com, and Twitter.com forward slash Corrupt TV Radio. And check out the underscore CBDJ on Instagram. Corrupt All Around Radio! Proud to be a part of the Rocktagon Sports and Music Network. To every dishonest member of the failing American news media, let me explain why you've never been less trusted, less credible, or less respected. For decades, you ignored calls from millions of gun owners to just tell the truth. All you had to do was just get the facts right about our guns and our freedom. But you never even pretended to listen. Instead, you weaponized the First Amendment against the Second. And now the whole country sees you for the mockery we've always known. Your claim to the truth is as legitimate as a thief's. If the fate of individual freedom had rested in your hands, America would have fallen long ago. But Americans put their trust somewhere else. And now in that place stands the most trusted defender of individual freedom in American history. We're the National Rifle Association of America. And we're freedom's safest place. Hi, it's the big voice guy. The one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too. No matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. You have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by 
calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at OutlawRadioABS.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. Well, here I am sitting on a porch writing another song. like me Man, can't you see Because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song The outlaw song Well, here I am Sitting on the porch Wishing I with old George We'd be strumming on the cold hard truth And he stopped loving her old song about Waylon and Willie David Allen Coe the man in black and the possum George Jones you can't go wrong 